I'm Dave Moore, and this is Pueblo's Podcast. My guest today is Sarah Joseph, Public Information Officer for the Pueblo Department of Health and Environment. Good morning, Sarah. Good morning, Dave. Well, I was looking back at previous episodes that we have done. Our first episode on the COVID-19 pandemic was actually just about a year ago, April 14th of 2020. Wow. <laughs> that year has flown by, hasn't it? Yes, it flew by, but it also seemed like each day was a blur day. There was no longer Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. It was just blur day. They all blurred together. Oh, sure. I, I can imagine. And so did you have any inclination a year ago that we'd be in the situation that we are now after over 547,000 people have died from COVID-19 in the United States and uh, what some 15,000 infections in Pueblo County alone? No. Um, this time last year, we had, I think, less than 30 confirmed cases. Um, on March 30th, we really started tracking the data because what was limiting us back then was testing. We didn't have the testing to help us know exactly what was out there and the ability to, if we didn't have the testing, direct people to testing. So with limited testing, we didn't know what was out there. And at that time, we had very few cases and there weren't any deaths. It was just cases. Mm. And so now looking back, I could have never imagined we'd be to, we have, as you said, over 15,000 cases that were confirmed and that doesn't tell us how many people had it and never got tested to confirm that they had it. Oh, sure. They unknowingly had it. And um, to date, we have over 370 deaths in Pueblo County alone. Mm. How has Pueblo County done with the, uh, the wearing of the mask, the social distancing, uh, the being careful, washing their hands? How, how have we done compared to the rest of the country, do you think? What grade would you give us? I would say Pueblo County is doing good and has done well. Um, one thing that we did was we learned in the fall. Pueblo had been doing well if you rank us against the state and the country. Mm -hmm. And then back in October, it started increasing our our cases and not saying people weren't wearing masks, but when we were together with people outside their families and in small groups, maybe just in a friend's household or in a neighbor's household, they wouldn't be wearing their masks. And at that time we saw spread occurring and the virus really increased in November as well as into December. And that's where we saw a lot of, deaths as a result. It was unfortunate. And then, Dave, what was amazing, and they don't know how this happened across the state. They don't know what happened to Pueblo, but quickly in January, we made a plunge down. Hmm. So people really started distancing and doing that right thing you were mentioning, wearing their masks, distancing, um, smaller gatherings, and it really pulled our numbers down. That's kind of impressive because so many people... I would think would have gotten together at Christmas time and New Year's Eve, but maybe people, I know our family was, was a much smaller gathering. We were very careful with that sort of gathering. And it sounds like maybe Pueblo as a whole did that. I think you're right, Dave. Our, we don't really have anything to pinpoint as to what made that drastic drop happened after quite a steep climb of cases. 
but Pueblo did it, and it was right around the gathering time of the holidays. We expected to see two to three weeks out after the holidays, either we're holding steady with our cases or, again, an increase. But we didn't. We saw a drop, which was wonderful. And that led us to be able to get our community back into action by being able to open up schools and move down on the dial. It all was good for our community. Oh, absolutely. And the, the testing increased. It seemed like we kind of caught up to where we needed to be is the is the testing and now we have the vaccines are we on on pace to get a high percentage of Pueblo County residents vaccinated We are at this point we have over 40,000 first doses in people and at our second doses we're at 30,000 so you think you need the two doses to be fully immunized and have protection, which is two weeks after you get that second dose. So right now we're at 30,000, over 30,000 people, and we just started getting the vaccine in late January. So that's January, February, March. We're here at the end of March going into April. In three months, we've done over 30,000 people fully vaccinated. And we have a large state-run clinic that's come into our community at the state fairgrounds. We're We are going to have dedicated more vaccine coming into our community. And whoever wants the vaccine can get it as the governor has opened it up as of April 2nd. Anybody age 16 and over, anybody that wants it can get the vaccine. And it is at no cost. That is amazing. And just to think about where we were a year ago, the laboratories and the scientists all started working diligently on creating a vaccine and Now we have three, potentially a fourth coming online. I thought that was an amazing feat of uh, science. I agree. Uh, Unbelievable to me, very much unbelievable to know how much goes into creating a vaccine, identifying the exact virus we have to match, and then um, testing it and the trials. And those trials and tests, they did happen, and they happened like they usually do. And we tested on people and... But I'm amazed at the scientist that created this. That's right, Sarah. So many scientists have been working on this, including my wife's cousin, Dr. Adam Barker, at the University of Utah. And they were going through this at the same time in their households and in their communities. And they showed up at the labs and worked on this. And then we were able to have people that stepped up and said, I will try this out. And we were able to look at all the science. And then the Food and Drug Administration put it through their emergency use, and now we have it for everybody to try. And as you said, it's not just one vaccine, it's multiple. Yeah, that's that's just amazing to me when, when we think about where we were and where we are today as far as the vaccine goes. The CDC director has recently said that just please wait just a little bit longer because a lot of states are opening back up, stopping the mask <laughs> mandates, and opening 100% businesses. Um What's your feeling on that for Pueblo County and Colorado? Oh, I I agree with that recommendation, especially while it's still not warm weather and we can't all be outside and feeling comfortable where when you're outside, you're not as likely to be exposed with a high risk to the virus. So while we're all inside more and we may be closer to each other while school's in session, people are going to be moving back into working full-time in their offices. Wearing a mask is important. As I said, we have 
about 30,000 fully vaccinated people in our community. We have over 40,000 who have received the first dose. And Dave, we have over 170,000 people that live in our community in Pueblo County. So we're not even halfway. And um, our public health director's goal is 100% vaccination. But knowing that's most likely not going to happen. If we had 85% of our community to get vaccinated, that would be wonderful. So we have to over triple where we are right now, triple to quadruple where we are right now to get closer to the majority of our community vaccinated. And and that can be individuals aged 16 and older. Okay. So we have uh, we have a lot of work to do yet then. We do. And the, the first step is number one, get vaccinated. The vaccines are here. There's no cost get vaccinated. And then number two, after you've been vaccinated or while you're waiting to be vaccinated, wear a mask. Just like you said, that's another protection measure for yourself and how you can also protect your community and um, smaller gatherings and keeping your distance from others because we know the virus travels in the air from one person to another. So give it a greater distance to travel to you or to others. Sure. And and washing your hands. That's a good one too. It always has been. And this vaccine has changed. There's several different variants. It's kind of a moving target too, isn't it? It is. And Dave, we have confirmed there are over four variants in Pueblo. Hmm. And fortunately, the vaccine does protect against the variants. However, the variants, we know um, they can travel a little better because they spread faster and but with that we know that the vaccine does give some protection against the variants they're more contagious and they can spread easier in the community but one thing we've noticed is since that the vaccine has been out in january our hospitalizations have gone down don't know if that's a direct correlation but that's one of the goals is if you're vaccinated it doesn't mean you can't get the virus it just means if you get it you will not get as sick and you most likely will not be hospitalized or it will not lead to death but you can still carry it And you could carry it if you had a variant or you could carry it if it's the original form of COVID-19. So just because it wouldn't make you sick enough, you could still carry it. And that's why it's important to wear a mask. Sure. And some folks are, and, you know, again, they're just, it's kind of conjecture or an educated opinion. But some scientists are saying it might be a situation where, like the flu vaccine, we may have to get a booster shot every year. That's right. Um, So the flu changes enough every year where our previous vaccine isn't as effective. The flu vaccine annually is usually about 20 to 60 percent effective. The current COVID vaccine, the Moderna and Pfizer, is up to 95 percent effective. So that's pretty good protection. That That is really good. The longer it takes people to get vaccinated, to get a large majority vaccinated, the more opportunity these variants have to change the virus. So the more the virus changes over this time, yes, I would agree with them. We will have to have a similar but new vaccine next year. And we may have to each year, just like a flu vaccine, look to get a COVID vaccine. Okay. And I know people have done a a pretty good job about social distancing, not visiting relatives, not 
traveling on airlines, although airline travel has gone up recently. Everyone wants to know, when are we going to be back to normal? I don't know if if there will ever be a complete regular normal like we're used to, but what what are your thoughts on that? I wish I had the crystal ball for that one. (laughs) Um, It's similar to you asking at the beginning, did you ever think back in April when we first talked where we would be if we would have the numbers to the cases and the deaths as we did this year, I would say the more people that get vaccinated and the more people that are wearing masks now, it will improve and make it sooner that we're back to our new normal. However, if it's lagging for people to get vaccinations or people just opt to not get the vaccination, it will push that time out. Whether that be the fall or next year or a whole another year from now. Okay, and I know there's this is another crystal ball question, but April of 2022, a year from now, what do you think that might look like? I guess it depends on people's willingness to get vaccinated and wear a mask and social distance now and over the next several months. It does. Our our goal is we have a chance to return to a normal life. We want people to know the virus is still here and we can all take simple steps to prevent the spread of the virus. We need to remain vigilant. We have to get a vaccine when we can. And we know we have ample supply, a large supply of that here in Pueblo at the state fairgrounds. You can also go to our website, pueblohealth.org forward slash vaccine and see all the other places in Pueblo where you can get it, maybe closer in your neighborhood. It's very important to wear a mask and social distance. When you're in a group, stay six feet from others and wash your hands. And and Dave, I think that's going to give us a better outlook a year from now, sure. looking into our crystal ball. Okay. And how have you and your family been? Have they been well? We um, fortunately have. We um, We had one member who got COVID and that member of the family fortunately had very low symptoms and has recovered well. The rest of the family did not get it. When allergy season started coming with our sniffles and stuffy noses, we thought we might be getting COVID, right, right. But, but it wasn't COVID. They, they look very similar. And fortunately, my parents are vaccinated, fully vaccinated, and my in-laws are fully vaccinated. And our kids are signed up. Our kids are young adults. So it'll be great to know that by this time next month, they should be fully vaccinated. So we're doing our part to protect ourselves and our community. Absolutely. Well, I've gotten both of my vaccines. So excellent. Got that behind me. So we'll hopefully, hopefully we'll reach that new normal here down the road in the fall. Or it'd be nice if we could go out and enjoy the summer. But I guess if we're outside and still social distancing, we can still have, have fun this summer, I suppose. Yes, we should be able to um, stay within our, um, as the state health department called it very early on, your bubble. Stay within your small bubble of the people you associate with the most, um, which would be those that you live with. Mm-hmm. And other people who have been fully vaccinated. Those are people who are safer to be around, and, and yet it is still encouraging to wear our masks. And Dave, I wanted to share with you, currently as we are recording this, Pueblo has is increasing our cases. So we were, we were pretty low coming out of January and in February, 
beginning of March, but just in the past couple weeks, we are up to 134 cases averaging for a week. And we're supposed to, to stay in the blue dial color. We have to be between 35 and 100. Okay. So we're over 100 by 34. Hmm. And if we are over 100 for over a week, the state may move us back up on the dial, which would mean we would lose a lot of our capacity restrictions. However, any establishment that has become an uh, earned their five-star rating, they would still be able to operate in those capacity levels in the blue part of the dial. Okay. So it's important not to give up just yet. We need to just stay strong and, and keep doing what we have been doing. Exactly. Just as the director of the Centers for Disease Control said, that's right. We need to keep doing what we're doing. You know what? We're all itching to get out of this, just <laughs> itching to get out of this. But we just got to hold down for a little bit longer, do what we've been doing because it's been working. And here at the Pueblo Health Department, we are optimistic we are going to return to a normal life. Oh, very good. Well, I've been speaking with Sarah Joseph, Public Information Officer for the Pueblo Department of Health and Environment. Sarah, thank you so much for giving me a little bit of time during your uh, busy, busy day. And I, I hope the days kind of separate themselves a little bit and it gets a little easier for you and everyone at the Department of Health and Environment over the next few months. Thank you, Dave. It's, it's definitely transitioning as the vaccine is here. All right. Take care, Sarah Joseph. We'll be talking soon, hopefully in a few months when things are back to our new normal and we're out enjoying Colorado. Sounds great, Dave. Thank you. This has been Pueblo's Podcast. I'm Dave Moore. Be proud, Pueblo.